John Dardis, you are in Rome, a former Irish Jesuit provincial, and now working with Father General, Father Arturo Sosa, who has announced his apostolic preferences, and he wants Jesuits and colleagues around the world to know about them and work on them. Can you outline them for us? Thanks, Pat. Well, they're the preferences of the Society of Jesus for the next 10 years, from 2019 to 2029, so it's quite a chunk of time. The four preferences, well, one of them is, is around discernment and the exercises. It's about really saying, this is our big gift, uh, the exercises. We need to improve. We need to offer them with more creativity. We need to emphasize discernment in a world where, you know, there's just so many choices today, so many different things to choose between. People really are looking for help. How do you find God in a world that often there's so much noise going on? Could you just for our listeners explain in a, in a shorthand what the exercises are? Because a lot of people might know what's been referred to there. Spiritual exercises. Ignatius wrote them in Manresa near Barcelona. Or at least that's where he had a major experience and then he put them together. It's retreat exercises that you do, just like physical exercises, you get in shape. Spiritual exercises get you in shape spiritually. And he put together a 30 day retreat. And then over the years, you've adapted that. You can do the 30-day version, the 8-day version, the 3-day version. But it's how do you find God in your life? How do you get in touch with your own deeper self? How do you really become the person that God intended you to be? That's what the spiritual exercises do. And so many people in five centuries have done the exercises, have followed the exercises. And it's just led to a whole change of life for them. And it's about finding God in a personal way, in a passionate way, not just being a member of the church and following in a, in a, in a way that's a bit passive, maybe, but really putting out a fire into your faith. So that's the first one. Yeah, um, second. The second one is the excluded, working, working with, helping with, journeying with the excluded, the marginalized, those that, that our cultures can throw aside. Pope Francis often speaks of the throwaway culture, and so many people today, they're not in the world of consumerism, they can't afford it, they can't buy expensive brand names, um, and society considers them worthless. They've included their people who are victims of abuse, survivors of abuse, those who, who have been injured or hurt by life and are just like the person on the wayside, like in the Good Samaritan parable. And that, that preference is all about identifying those people. Sometimes you don't even see them. They're so uh, invisible. Identifying them, seeing them, reaching out to them, um, lending a helping hand, healing their sufferings, taking on their sufferings. And we feel that, especially with this preference, there'll be a whole change if we and our practice and mission really take that preference seriously and start making changes. It will change the whole way we live. Yes, and that's, that's a hugely important issue. I think every province of the society will interpret that differently. You know, in India, the, the, the caste system, the, the talents, the, 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 the lowest class, or even the, the outside the caste system, there's refugees, migrants. Who is God calling you to pay attention to? Who are you ignoring in your society that we're being asked to wake up to? 
That's what that one's about. Right. Number three? Then there's young people. The third one then young people. Journeying young people. Uh, learning from young people. We have schools, we have retreat centers, we have universities. We're in touch with so many young people. They bring us a lot of vitality. Can we journey with them? Can we understand better their questions? Can we bring up the question of faith to them in a way that changes their perspective? When you look at World Youth Day or the Jesuit Magis program, you see young people really alive with faith. But then you also see churches where there are very few young people coming. Young people, many of them, faith, the question doesn't even maybe arise for them. So working with young people, journeying with young people, we think that for the next 10 years, the society should, should say, yes, we want to put an emphasis here. We want to look at this group and see how to work better with them. Where are we missing? Where are we missing challenges we can give them? Where are we missing opportunities? And where are we not listening to them? The last one is about care for creation, care for our common home, as Pope Francis says. We live in this beautiful planet, but when you just look at the news every night, you see stories and you hear stories about plastic cartons and plastic bottles and our pollution of our seas, the air being polluted. We're just waking up to that now, I think. And the society is saying, we want to walk with the people who are more aware of this. It's a big issue in secular society. And we're saying with Pope Francis, we're making it our issue too, because it's an issue for the future, for the future welfare of all peoples. And the more our planet is neglected, it's those who are poor who suffer. They're the ones who are at the receiving end of bad environmental practices and poor management of our planet. Would it appear then that from you've alluded to this that these will be interpreted differently in different countries? Yeah, the preferences are important because in the Society of Jesus we're worldwide, we're in Vietnam, we're in Venezuela. You just have to mention those two countries and you can imagine the differences. The current issue in Venezuela issues in Venezuela and Vietnam of course growing as a country, but also we had the, the Vietnam War there some decades ago. So how does a provincial in those countries take these on board? And that's where we go back down to the grassroots. The general says, here are four areas that can unify us as a society of Jesus there. They give us a sense of moving forward together. But you have to now decide in Ireland or in Italy or in Venezuela. You have to decide, how does that apply to you? Where do you hear the voice of God calling you in your situation? Rome isn't going to decide, okay, now in Ireland you have to renovate your school ministry or you have to do something new in ecology. No, Rome isn't going to decide. The provincial there, consulting with Jesuits and partners in mission, looking at the situation, you'll have to decide the best ways forward. That's a process. Once they're launched, we'll be saying to provincials, okay, so in the next year now, start discerning, start listening, start praying, start discussing how now these four preferences touch your heart, touch the hearts of those you work with, touch the hearts of those you work for. So it's pretty exciting because it's the start of something that I think can just galvanize the society of Jesus.
another big feature of these preferences is that the, they came from a discernment that started at the base. The ideas came up and then we had a big discernment here for nine days in Nigeria. But then the general brought them to the Pope and said, Holy Father, you're the one with the, the universal vision. Are we on the right track? Are we hearing the right thing? And the Pope wrote a letter back and basically confirmed these four references. And that's very moving. So they're not just a bright idea I had some morning. They're they become missions from the Holy Father, not just what I prefer to do or what you prefer to do, they're actually missions from the Holy Father. And in the context of the, the Jesuits and our special link to the papacy and to the Pope over the years since the very foundation of the Jesuits, that's something pretty new and precious and novel.